Mary. Join me as we look at Disney destinations and what you need to know so you can be a jolly traveler. Well, hello, and welcome to the first episode of a Jolly Holiday Podcast. My name is Mary, and I want to take a few minutes today to introduce myself and to tell you about the things that you can look forward to on this podcast in the future. Like I mentioned, my name is Mary, and I am so excited to be starting this podcast that's going to be focused on all things Disney. Disney is something that I have loved for a long, long time. My family has loved, so it just seemed a natural fit that I would do a podcast about Disney. So some of the things we're going to have on here are going to be Disney news, talking about new things with Disney, things that might be closing, and changes in between to keep you up to date and current with all the things that are happening at Disney and on Disney properties. Also, I will be giving trip reports, and hopefully in the future we will have guests that will want to share their trip reports because... No two trips are the same. Their trip will probably be completely different than mine. That's what makes it so fun helping others plan their trips is because there's no two trip that's going to be the same. What works best for you and your family might not be the best fit for me. We'll find out how each trip is different no matter how many times you go. Myself and my family up until the closures, are used to going quite a bit, and there is always something different every time we go. A new restaurant, a new ride, a new experience, there's something new, or just something that we have never had the opportunity to experience before, because there's so many things to do at Disney, on Disney property, that there is no way that you're going to be able to do it all there's just there's just too much so that's always fun to hear different things and then you can judge for yourself if that's something that would interest you and your family or not also I hope in the future to be able to showcase small businesses that have Disney inspired things shirts home goods, just masks, different things, because there's so many cute things out there. And I really want to showcase small business. Being a small business owner myself, it is so important because it's sink or swim with small business. You know, it's feast or famine. It is so important to showcase and support one another in what we do. So a little about me, I have been married I don't know when this is going to air, but August the 11th will be our 31st wedding anniversary. And we have two grown children, both boys. And we have been a Disney-loving family from the beginning and gone many, many times as a family and have some of the best memories together from those trips. My youngest son especially, Disney is his happy place just like it is for me. So when he was younger, I got into the travel agent business because I was wanting to use the money that I could make from that to put right back into family trips for our family. Because that is, you know, he's not really much into sports, but Disney is his thing. So I started working for a Disney-focused company probably about six years ago, seven years ago, and was with them for several years. And then in January of 2019, I opened my own agency, 
Jolly Holiday Travel Company. And it has been such a blessing. I have uh, four agents total, counting myself. And we are scattered around the United States, but we are able to help families from anywhere. And it has been such a wonderful thing, aside from the fact, (laughs) well, I guess we have to talk about this, that, you know, COVID has drastically impaired the travel business in 2020. So that has been a big adjustment. Pretty much there's been very limited travel since March of this year. And we're starting to see it come back. Some people are not comfortable with traveling quite yet. And that's totally fine. Everybody has their own comfort zone. And we are just here to support people when they are ready or to answer questions for people so that they'll know when they might be ready. We are just there to help in the most positive way possible. And that's what our company is all about. Very focused on customer service and just doing the very best jobs for our clients. So it's it's been a really wonderful thing. But with everything kind of being very slow right now, hopefully just temporary. I thought that this would be an excellent time to try to do something that I've, uh, my husband has encouraged me for a long time to start a podcast. And so we're going to give it a try and see how it goes. So that's kind of a little back history on myself and my company. And now I want to talk a little bit about a Disney trip. Because we are, I'm fixing to start dragging suitcases out of closets to start the packing process. We are scheduled to leave in just a couple of days. My husband, my youngest son, and myself. And this will be our first time back since my son and I was there in March. We were able to visit probably just two or three days before they shut everything down. And we had no idea when we were there We saw a few changes within the parks. We saw some hand washing stations and we saw several different places with hand sanitizer that was different throughout our stay. And COVID-19, there wasn't just, I mean, they were just beginning to kind of talk about that when we were there. So we, we would have never, I had so many clients that were preparing for their spring break trips and we had no idea. We would have never dreamed that they would have shut the parks completely down. Then they've remained closed for four months past that. So they're just now starting to open back up and it's a new new normal down there for right now. And so we are preparing for that trip. So we will be leaving on a Sunday and coming back on a Saturday. And part of the future podcast episodes I hope to have will be trip reports from this trip. We are staying at Pop Century I've stayed at, I think I've stayed at every Disney property, but Pop Century, we find ourselves back there a lot because we do go so frequently. It's one of the value resorts, but it's our absolute favorite value resort. It's just uh, been completely refurbished and it has access to the Skyliner, which we love very much. If you've never had the opportunity to enjoy the Skyliner, it is one of the transportation methods that can take you from Art of Animation or Pop Century or Caribbean Beach or the Riviera, those resorts, and then it can connect you from those resorts to Hollywood Studios or Epcot. So instead of taking bus transportation or an Uber or a Lyft, it is another way to get 
to those two parks. And it is such a fun, enjoyable ride. So we always enjoy taking the Skyliner when we stay at Pop whenever we can. Sometimes we just ride it to ride it. It's almost like another ride. So we very much enjoy the Skyliner. We have dining reservations. I think pretty much every day that we're supposed to be down there with the exception of the first day and the last day. The way I did those, usually we get the Disney dining plan, but unfortunately right now that is not an option. Neither is park hopping. So that will be two things that are kind of different for us. But I wanted to make time to enjoy at least one sit down meal pretty much every day, but not lose a lot of park time because the park hours are shorter than what they normally are and there are no extra magic hours so what I have done is I made reservations toward the end of a day pretty much every day but maybe one so that we can enjoy the parks all day grab a quick service meal and then sit down for that table service meal right before we leave for the day So we're arriving on Sunday, and the first park we're going to is Animal Kingdom. We don't have a dining reservation for Animal Kingdom that day. It is only open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. that day, and by the time we get there, it's probably going to be early afternoon, so we want to take as much time as possible to enjoy the park. We had originally thought about doing Hollywood Studios on that day, but since One of the things we really want to do is try to get boarding passes for the Rise of the Resistance on both of our Hollywood Studios days. They're only offering those boarding groups at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. each day. So by getting there later in the day, we're automatically not going to have an opportunity for that 10 o'clock time. So that would make it harder for us to get a boarding pass. So we decided we're going to just wait and schedule that later in the trip and do Animal Kingdom. We've been watching also the, the wait times on Sundays at Hollywood Studios, and they seemed really high for what the crowd level is now. So we thought that we would, by waiting to the middle of the week, maybe the crowds would be smaller there. So we're going to test it out and see. I'll let you know how that goes. But for right now, we're planning on doing Animal Kingdom on Sunday and would love to be able to do Flights of Passage. That's one of our favorite. I love Kilimanjaro Safaris. I love lots of things there. I love the music from there, the music loop that they play. I think the park is visually stunning. I love Animal Kingdom. I know I have a lot of clients that tend to want to leave that park out thinking that it's just a zoo. Yes, there are animals there, but there is so much more to enjoy at Animal Kingdom. So many things to experience. There are not any shows like Festival of the Lion King or Finding Nemo right now. That's usually something we go to one or both of those shows every time we go. So that'll be a little different, but we're going to make the best of it and just enjoy what we can at Animal Kingdom the first day. And then we'll head back. Since that is a travel day, we didn't want to go to a park that stayed open later so that we could get good and rested for the next day. Next day, Monday, uh, we are going to start our morning off by having a super yummy breakfast at Topolino's Terrace which that restaurant can be found at the top of Disney's Riviera Resort. This is a new resort. 
I went to this uh, meal the first time in February and it was so good. I had steak for breakfast, which that was fabulous and had such a good time. The character interaction there was top notch. The restaurant is visually beautiful inside and outside. You can go outside as well. And anywhere that can give me a big basket of bread to start my meal is a win in my book. So that was so good. I encouraged my youngest son, who, as I said, is grown now. Um, He's not as much into character meals, but when we went in March, we had a reservation there and he absolutely loved it. He loved the food. He He thought the characters were so funny so funny. This time we're going with my husband. He has not had an opportunity to eat here, so we're going again. And I'm anxious to see how they're going to do the uh, the socially distanced character interaction. I've seen other people that have had pictures from there with photobombing characters in the background. So, so cute. I'm excited to experience that. And one of the big things about having that breakfast this day is, as I had mentioned before, Pop Century, where we're staying, and the Riviera are both on the Skyliner system. So that morning we'll be able to, to leave our resort, catch the Skyliner, go to the Riviera, have our breakfast there, and then that day we're going to be going to Epcot. We'll be able to get back on the Skyliner and go over to Epcot. The Skyliner will put you out at the back of Epcot, which is in the World Showcase area. So we'll just have to walk around to the front part, but that's not a big deal at all, and start our day from the the front, unless we decide to catch Frozen Ever Ever After on our way around, which we might do. That is such a cute ride. But our other dining, we're having two dining experiences this day. Um, We're having a late dinner at Via Napoli, which is in the Italy Pavilion in World Showcase. And it's another one of our, I keep saying it's our favorite place. It's one of our favorite places. We love to eat. And there's so many great places to eat at Disney. But this is one place that we tend to come back to time and time again. The best pizza, the best pasta, the best salad. And if you love tiramisu, like I love a tiramisu, the best tiramisu. So we're looking forward to that meal as well. The next day on Tuesday, I finally get to go to my favorite place in the whole wide world, Magic Kingdom. The rest of my family, my husband might, that might be my husband's favorite park too, but my my two boys, their favorite park has been Epcot for a long, long time. But mine will always, always and forever be the Magic Kingdom. So we'll be going there. I'm excited to see the castle and the new paint job there in person. I've seen it on TV, but I'm excited to see it with my own eyes. I'm excited to see the new character cavalcades in lieu of the regular meet and greets with the characters. Just just excited to be there. Can't wait to see the the changes to the Tron roller coaster and how that's progressing because that is one ride I'm so excited to open um, up at Disney. And then that evening, the park closes that day at 7 p.m. And I have scheduled a 6.55 p.m. dinner at the Jungle Navigation Skipper Canteen, which is very close to the Jungle Cruise in Adventureland. This was my youngest son, and I love it too. This was his request. It is, it is the funniest restaurant because they kind of have that dry humor like they have on the Jungle Cruise ride. But they brought it into this restaurant And it is so funny. They sat us one time 
by this great big old huge wall of dishes. And the little host says, you'll be dining tonight by the Great Wall of China, which I think that's so funny. I think that's hilarious. You have to really listen close to catch what they're saying. Super funny stuff. So I'm so excited about that meal. Then the next two days, we're doing something I don't think we have ever done before as many times as we have gone to Disney. And that is we are going to be visiting the same park back to back. And there's a couple of reasons for that. Well, no, really, there's just one main reason. We're going to be going to Hollywood Studios on Wednesday and Thursday. As I'd said earlier, we had talked about going to Hollywood Studios on our arrival day. But one of the things we really want to do is the Rise of the Resistance and get a boarding group for that. And with the boarding groups only being available two times, we thought that uh, this would give us a better shot at getting to ride both days. So we are going back to back at Hollywood Studios. And another thing I want to do is that when we went in March, my son and I, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway had just opened up and we rode it one time and it is so cute. It is the cutest ride. My husband has not gotten to experience it yet. So I'm excited. It's one of those rides. There's so much going on that you get through it and you're trying to process what you've just experienced. Like there's so many things that you're experiencing. It's hard to grasp what all just happened. So I'm excited to ride that. Hopefully we have to ride that multiple times. And the last time we went in March, I didn't get to ride Slinky Dog at all. And I love some Slinky Dog. I'm hoping that we're going to get to do all of the things we love to do multiple times and we're having two days back to back also they've just started a new experience there a lot of the shows that they normally have there are not being offered right now but they do have an orchestra that's playing um, in the theater where normally the beauty and the beast live stage show is located and they did that a couple summers ago it was a pixar themed performance and they've brought it back. I think it's a di- it's different this time. I've tried not to watch or listen to anything ahead of time because I want to be surprised. But we're looking forward to that as well. So that's something that we have not experienced before that hopefully we'll get to experience this time around. The first day that we have at Hollywood Studios, we have a late lunch, early dinner reservation at the Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater. Again, I'm going to say it. This is one of our favorites. We love going here because they have the best burgers, the best milkshakes, and surprisingly enough, one of the best steaks you will have on Disney property, in my opinion. We would have never thought to order steak here, but we had a cast member one time. He was fantastic, and he had recommended the steak to us, and we were a little leery because we're always just so sold on the burgers and the milkshakes. But he was not lying. Those were some of the best steaks. So it's important to kind of, don't ever feel weird about asking a cast member what they recommend. Because a lot of times they are there taste testing things as they come through. And they can give you some good tips. And he was not wrong about that one. And we love sci-fi because if we go in the summertime and it's super hot, like I'm sure it's going to be next week, it's dark and cool in there and so it's such a nice welcome away from the heat and the cool just welcomes you in and lets you get all rejuvenated and then ready to go back out and tackle something else when you leave so that's going to be our first day there 
Our second day on Thursday, we're having a late dinner at 50's Primetime Cafe. I love that restaurant, but I love it for a different reason than I love the other ones. At this restaurant, it's set up really vintage, 50s, early 60s decor. They have really good home cooking like meatloaf and fried chicken and all the comfort foods you would think about. But my favorite part is that the waiters and the waitresses really give especially kids, a hard time. If they're on their cell phones, if they're fighting, they'll reprimand them and then they'll have them set the table. It's just really funny. My youngest son, I don't know that he's as anxious to eat there because he says he always gets ragged on there, but that's, it makes me so happy. And I think it reminds me of my childhood and that's why I love it so much. I miss, I miss getting ragged on and that's what it feels like going home. So we're eating there that night. And then on Friday, we're going back to the Magic Kingdom. Yay! And going to do it do it big there. That park closes at 7 p.m. And we have a 7.05 dinner reservation at Kona Cafe, which Kona Cafe is found at Disney's Polynesian Resort. Of all the resorts at Disney, Polynesian has my heart. And I don't know if that's because that's the first resort I ever stayed at when I went to Disney as a little girl but every time I go there, it feels like I'm coming home. The smell of the, of the resort, and I know that sounds weird, but each resort has a signature smell. You can go to each of the ones, and they all smell different. We asked a cast member what one time what the smell was at the Polynesian, and if you're wondering, it's called Green Bamboo. So the Polynesian my absolute favorite. We'll have we're having dinner at Kona. We've never had dinner there before. We've had breakfast there many times because our favorite is Tonga toast, which if you don't know what that is, you need to put that on your list of things to have and try. Amazing. And then the last day of sadness, which will be Saturday, our departing day. We don't leave until late later that day. We're going back to Animal Kingdom again. That park opens up at 8 o'clock, so I figured we're going to get to get there right at opening and have a full day to experience that before we have to fly back home. Again, no dining there, not because there's nothing good there. There's so many good quick service options there that we tend to just eat quick service most of the time when we're at that park and then save our table service for other things, but there's some really good table services there too, so... Anyway, that's a little rundown on how this trip is set up to go. Um, It's going to be different not having to have any fast passes scheduled because, you know, me being the planner, I'm always on top of it. Okay, we have to be here at this time to catch this fast pass and we have to go here to catch this fast pass. I'm not going to have to do that this trip. We can literally just go wherever we want to go and the only thing we have to be on time for is to eat. So that's going to be, I'm, I'm really, really, really looking forward to that. Not as much looking forward to wearing the mask, but I've tried to find the silver lining to that. And I figure I'm not going to have to pack any makeup or wear any makeup other than maybe mascara because nobody is going to see my face except my eyes. So that's going to be my silver lining for that. Yes, it might be a little hot, a little warm, but it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. I've waited so long to get back to Disney. That's one thing that I have to do to get there. I'm going to do it. So again, thank you so much for tuning in on the first episode of a Jolly Holiday podcast. 
And when I come back for the next episodes, we'll have some trip reports and some feedback on some how things went or things that might have gone wrong, which sometimes they do. And we'll talk about all of that. But most of all, thank you so much. I hope you'll come back. What I want to build here is just a community of fun and happiness, a safe place to come and just find out things that are going on at the happiest place in the world. So until next time, thank you so much. Thanks for joining me. I'm so grateful for our community. Until next time, whether traveling the world, the neighborhood, or just through life, remember, travel jolly.